Hello, and welcome to my brand new podcast. My name is Brittany Taylor. If you haven't met me already in person or through YouTube, I'm feeling really excited to be starting this new journey, this podcast journey here. I felt really inspired to start a podcast for some time, and more recently it's felt like the time is now. And the big impetus for that is is because I feel super inspired to share my entire pregnancy journey with all of you. Today's podcast, I'm going to focus on pre-pregnancy things, sort of my journey in the unfolding of going off of birth control, um, intentionally choosing when I wanted to get pregnant, and just hitting on some of those things there. So right now it is September 2018, and from the time that I was about 15 years old until a, um, a year and nine months ago, something like that, in January of 2017, I had been on some form of hormonal birth control. And in the end of that time, I had the Mirena IUD, so that's the one with the low level of hormones, not just the copper IUD, for five or six years. Let's say five years, I think that's right. And so in January of 2017, I had my Mirena IUD removed which was very exciting. I had been feeling for some time really eager to go off of hormonal birth control completely. And I had read Taking Charge of Your Fertility, which is an amazing book by Tony Weschler. If you haven't checked it out, it's just totally changed my life and blew my mind. I really recommend it for anybody who is interested in avoiding pregnancy, getting pregnant, or honestly, even more so, getting in touch with your body or a loved one's body if you don't have a body that has, you know, a uterus and all of those things that are part of a monthly cycle, a moon cycle, let's say. So I had read Taking Charge of Your Fertility and I was super excited to go off of hormonal birth control and track my cycle. I had even started trying to track my cycle before I went off of hormonal birth control and it was really challenging. So yeah, there were about 15 years of my life that I was on hormonal birth control for. I went on when I was 15 for a couple of reasons. I had pretty bad cramps and it was recommended back then to me. But even more so, I was having intercourse and I wanted to feel protected at the time. That's how it came up for me. That's how it felt. And I really wish that at that time somebody had been around for me to tell me like, hey, there's another way you don't have to pump hormones into your system. But I didn't know that. So I was on Yasmin, Ocella, Yaz pretty much those kinds of pills for some 10 years and then I had the IUD. And when I was about to get the IUD in, I really, I had just 
switched recently to a plant-based diet. I was just eating lots of raw fruits and vegetables, cleaning out my system, detoxing emotionally, doing so much huge work, inner work, physical work, and I, I felt pretty ready to also um, like, yeah, start a new journey with that, but not quite ready. And, and I made the decision to go on the Marina IUD and it was kind of like interesting for me the whole time. So anyway, it was super relieving to be, off of, to be having the IUD removed. So in terms of my journey with <laughs> knowing I wanted to have a child, I... I've always had these really maternal qualities. I love taking care of my friends and my family growing up. I learned to take care of myself very young. Felt like really self-sufficient by the time I was 10 and was taking care of others and my, the animals that we had. And I think I always assumed that I'd be a mom. We had a big family. We had a big family. And then I had, during my marriage i was married for five no that's not true i was with that partner for maybe six years um and i kind of assumed that we would have kids together and i realized towards the end of our time living together that it was almost like i felt like i was going to have kids with him because it was the next step and not exactly, not necessarily the thing that excited me the most. And when I realized that, I felt this, this desire to gain a more authentic truth. And that was actually one of the things that sparked um, my deciding to move away from that relationship and explore myself more. And that led into polyamory and traveling full time and that was about a year after I switched to a plant-based, fruit-based diet. So it was just like a huge time of transformation for me. And it was also a time that I started, that I sort of let go of this idea that I was going to have kids because I wanted to be able to readopt a truth for myself that didn't feel obligatory in any way. So I let it go for some years and I just kind of had it in the back of my mind like a curiosity. And I think it's pretty safe to say I took a couple of years and just really felt like, I don't know, maybe I won't have kids. Maybe it feels relieving to not feel like I have to do that. And then I met Connor McMillan, who is just this amazing human. If you know me or have watched my channel or the channel on YouTube that he and I have together, you may probably know who I'm talking about. Anyway, when I met Connor, who is, I mean, we don't tend to use labels, but you could say he's my partner. I like that word. Um, we have lovers, partners, friends. He and I share a lot of life together. We live together. We share businesses together. We share an acrobatics practice. And now we are sharing a really exciting journey of pregnancy together. However, when we met, when we started really connecting, which started over the phone, kind of like platonically and through messages for some six months before we really like dropped the bomb that we were totally in love with each other. Um, 
when we were connecting like that, one of the first things I sort of knew about Connor was that he really wanted to have children. He wanted to be a dad and have a family. And we talked about his fantasies around that, which was super fun to hold space for. And I just always assumed during that time that I was gonna play a supportive role in that. Like maybe we'd be friends or lovers and I'd support him and the child, um, the mother of his children and maybe I'd have a relationship with her too. So it was kind of this, this awareness of how much he wanted children and wanting to support that and also not feeling like pressure that I had to be the one to support that. And then as our relationship unfolded, we talked about that at different times. Was that something I wanted to do? Was that something we were gonna do together? And we really only talked about it when it sounded fun and exciting. And I feel like I brought it up mostly when I was feeling that way. I never felt like he brought it up um, or was pushing me in any way. And I noticed over time, maybe a year in, I started to feel this really natural urge to to have, to start a family with him, to procreate with him. I felt super excited about all the ways that we were aligned and all the ways that we could create a beautiful space to nurture young humans, young and growing humans together in, which is really something that I love to do and he loves to do. And that's sort of what we feel like, I feel like we're doing with the world is healing and nurturing ourselves, sharing our journeys and and healing and helping nurture the world. And that is a beautiful element of caregiving and child raising. So that was sort of the initial feeling. And over time that grew into this more assured feeling like I'm, I definitely want to have children with this amazing human. And it sort of more became a question of when do I want to do it? When feels good for me? And for some time, I felt that I wanted to establish myself more in my business, in the business he and I shared together, to feel more steadiness there, to feel like I had the time and energy to dedicate to that and in my acrobatics practice and just taking care of my body i wanted to be further along that path i also felt like emotionally i wanted to heal and grow more so i had this sort of feeling for a while that was like maybe in five years and then it was like maybe in three years maybe in two years and it was like maybe in a year and i started to feel wow, maybe about, maybe even two years ago now, definitely a year and a half ago, I started to have these really strong biological urges to have a child and to, to procreate with Connor. And I would also have these dreams where I would wake up and feel like, oh my God, uh, where is my baby? <laughs> I would have these dreams and I'd be holding our child or they were with me in one way or another and I would wake up and feel like, oh my God, where are they? They're supposed to be here. So I started to think about things practically and I was on the journey of getting in touch with my, with my moon cycle because I was off of hormonal birth control at this point point. 
And so I felt like I was preparing my body physically and I was sort of preparing my schedule and checking in with Connor to prepare our schedule for when it would make sense to create this beautiful life or to welcome this new soul into the world. And I had a really good sense of it for me and I thought about it for a while and I told him when that felt like it was and I mean he was thrilled and I also think maybe a little bit shy to get super excited because it was something he wanted so badly. And then this past year when we were in Israel, I remember it very well, it was in April, and I sort of re-emphasized and told him, but Connor, I'm really serious about September, because I had told him probably a year, a year before September, which it is now, so in September 2017, I had said, like, I, I think in a year, let's do it in a year, and this is the time of year that makes sense because of our schedule and our events and our travel and what do you think and he was just like yeah like anytime and so in this past april we really talked about timing and we set the intention hardcore set the intention and told our spirit child who we'd both been feeling with us growing more and more this like their presence with us in dreams around us we told them like okay september we're going we're ready for you let's let's all create this together and you know do you want to come into this world in september whenever it is that i'm fertile during that month and just felt like a resounding yes for all three of us and so that was the plan and then so biologically or whatever on the physical side of things i my cycle has been evening out over these months and what that has looked like for me i was experiencing a lot of estrogen dominance and the hormone the iud that i had i think it produces um it's called progestin progestin which is like a fake synthetic progesterone and so my body stopped producing its own progesterone or decreased the production of progesterone quite a bit. So I was experiencing a lot of estrogen dominance, which was coming up in various ways. My breasts hurt very frequently. Um, my, and when I went off of birth control, my luteal phase, my post-ovulatory phase, which is where progesterone is the dominant hormone, was really short. It started just like a couple of days so I would ovulate and then a couple days later I would have my period which is really short and most people will say that you need somewhere between 10 to 14 days of a luteal phase so when your body is producing more progesterone or if you're charting your cycle you might know it as the time where your temperature is high it's said that we need a luteal phase of like say around 10 to 14 days to be able to get pregnancy rolling or else the the fertilized egg doesn't have enough time to make its journey and to implant in the in the uterine wall in the uterus so i was feeling kind of bummed that over time over time it was lengthening it was going you know two days three days four days every cycle it was kind of like some cycles it felt like it would get a day longer some cycles felt like it wasn't and a lot of that had to do 
probably with my lifestyle if I was traveling or feeling stressed and even if it's positive stress I do tend to experience a decent amount of that in my life I imagine because travel switching environments switching time zones um, has been a big part of the last six years of my life so I was trying to be gentle with my body I consulted my really good friend and holistic medical doctor, Dr. Toomey Johnson, a few times. We did some sessions together. We talked about a lot of things that really helped me sync up more with my lunar flow and, and actually like the moon cycle. And part of that is actually like, you know, being more aware of the moon like we would have when we lived more in nature. Getting more sleep regularly, having more routine in my life, all these ways that I could help my body find its natural flow. And so I've been doing that for you know, a year and nine months. And in, let's see, July, when I cycled in July, I noticed like I was probably around a, a nine day luteal phase, which was like the longest I had sort of experienced. And I felt <laughs> excited by the idea of trying to make a baby early. And then I told Connor and checked in and said, hey, I know we said September, but what do you think about August? And he was down. So during August, when I was fertile, we decided to try and make a baby. <laughs> and we had sex every day which is not necessary, but we decided to. Every day from when I could have first possibly been fertile and an extra like five buffer days to um, when we were sure I had ovulated past ovulation just to make sure we got the full window. And um, I do believe that we fertilized an egg that cycle. I experienced some really awesome, crazy, shifts which I'm gonna talk about in the next podcast and it was really exciting we had a really exciting nine days high on early pregnancy together we were also at the Woodstock Fruit Festival which we present at teach acro classes at and even more so facilitate the setup and breakdown of the and run the volunteer program so it's a really big time for us we kind of work around the clock for some 12 13 days plus the travel that it took there which actually was quite stressful this past year so the short version of what came next or what happened is that I didn't sustain that pregnancy I didn't have a long enough luteal phase and after experiencing those nine days of exciting pregnancy, feeling symptoms, I guess I wouldn't call it pregnancy technically because it's earlier on, I would call it experiencing a fertilized egg in my body and my body beginning, beginning the, the pre-beginnings of pregnancy. After that, I... Um, yeah, I, my body didn't have enough progesterone to sustain it. So on day 10, I bled and had a, a period. 
and it was really sad. I felt really bummed because I felt, because I had felt what it was like. And I really believe that happened for a lot of reasons. One was so that I could recognize how much I want it and to sort of get out any sort of last fears or there are parts of me that have felt different things about how it'll affect my acrobatics practice and my body. Those are kind of the two things. And I just felt like I don't give a shit. I just want to bring this soul into the world so badly. And I really felt like they had transitioned. I had talked to this soul. I had connected. I mean, I'd been connecting with this soul so much. And before we got before we fertilized my egg, let's say, we had connected with this soul really deeply and and they we really felt them transition. So it felt like they were all up in our space with us and ready to come through. And we were ready too. So it felt kind of like a bummer that it didn't happen and also felt like, okay, you know, this was kind of like a bonus month. The plan was September. That's what we've been going for. This is okay. And uh, we just figured like, okay, we'll do it next cycle when I'm fertile. And the one thing I chose to do, which was something I had talked to Dr. Toomey Johnson about, was to take this herb, which is called Vitex Berry. So it's a berry, technically. And I took it in capsule form. I actually ordered it right to the Woodstock Fruit Festival and started taking it there. And it's um, shown to help regulate hormones. And it's pretty subtle. And... Um, it has some other benefits as well and she recommend that you know if I'd been doing all these other things for a while excuse me <clears throat> all these other ways of regulating my body and my cycle and I was still feeling this coming up after three cycles before I had been three cycles and so I felt like okay I'm gonna try this and then I sort of forgot about it and uh, but I was taking this, uh, two of these little capsules every morning. And then it came around to September. And uh, it was time to try again to bring this soul through into the world. And the same thing, I think, happened. Um, not the whole same thing, but the same beginning, which was that totally fertilized my egg. And... I don't want to say too much more actually because I think that this is where I want to start the next podcast. In the next podcast, I want to talk about early pregnancy and my experience during the early, early days of pregnancy, or we can call it like fertilized egg mode and then pregnancy. Um, but to give you a little teaser, right now I am 15 days after we fertilized my egg and maybe by today or definitely by tomorrow <laughs> with a sustained high temperature that would be considered pregnant i'd be considered pregnant so i feel like i am pregnant and i'm absolutely overjoyed <laughs> i'm so excited to share with you in the next podcast about everything that's been going on for me and um, oh yeah, and it's also the time where the 
the main pregnancy hormone HCG, HCG, I believe that's it. Um, to kind of, have, ooh, it's in my system, and it would probably show up on a pregnancy test. So, at this point, and definitely probably by tomorrow, if I were to take a pregnancy test, which I'm not going to, and I'll talk more about that. Um, I would show up as positive, positively pregnant. So that is the beginning of all of this. And I'm really excited in the next podcast to talk about my first, you know, 16 days or whatever it is at the point where I record it, which will probably be soon because I'm super excited. Yeah, my first days of pregnancy and all the craziness that's been going on. So, thank you very much for, for being here for this. This is um, Sunday morning in Austin, Texas, where I am. It's 9.15, so actually it's perfect timing for me to say goodbye and thank you and head to Ecstatic Dance. So, I'm going to do that and just send you all tons of love. Thank you so much for being here for my very first podcast. And I will connect with you soon. Meanwhile, if you have no idea who I am and want to check out more of my stuff, Mining Connors, head on over to connorandbrittany.com. It's C-O-N-O-R-A-N-D-B-R-I-T-T-A-N-Y.com. Okay, sending you tons of love. Bye-bye.